Welcome to this VIT podcast. This is the first in a series where we talk to teachers in the workplace about their work. My name is Damien Cowell. In the second part of our podcast, I'm talking to Catherine Coedis about her role as a mentor. We talked about how mentoring works in her school, advice for both mentors and graduate teachers, and advice for provisionally registered teachers moving to full registration. So the way that we approach mentoring is at each of our campuses, we've got two to three teachers who will be mentors for uh, graduate teachers. And the reason we streamlined that mentoring program was to ensure that that mentoring actually took place thoroughly and that it wasn't a, a second job for someone. And I guess what I mean by that is that whoever was mentored had someone's atten- full attention and full support. So my role, and I suppose I'll talk from, from my yes. role and what that yeah. looks like, is I work with a number of teachers and every year obviously that will look different with who our um, staff pro- staffing profile is. And what that looks like is... I will work with teachers and it doesn't necessarily have to be that we've got the same learning area. So I may be working with someone who is with Anne, for example, a legal studies teacher. And I'm not. I'm a humanities teacher, but I'm not a legal studies teacher. But my role would be to debrief with Anne and meet with her on a regular basis. And it's a mixture of formal meetings and a lot of informal meetings as well. And... The nature of those meetings is very different. The informal meetings is really, hey, going with that class or the, wow, this happened with this student today or a lot of the time the frustration of what do I do next? But the formal meetings are are really about looking at curriculum, looking at assessment, looking at students' needs and looking at teaching strategies in in the classroom. Uh, And a big part of that is visiting teachers in the classroom uh, and having a focus and more importantly having that feedback session afterwards so Mm. um, having someone actually see your practice and and providing feedback in in a non-judgmental setting as well so and that's that's just reinforced throughout as for putting together the VIP portfolios my role with that is to support teachers in in finding the evidence-based approach to support what their focus is and analysing that data. So they, they need to collect data, thinking about, well, what, are, uh, what will efficient forms of data be to collect? Why will they be efficient? What will they tell us? How do we analyse them? So that's the role that I tend to play in, in that part mm. there. And, yeah. and the importance of mentoring, um, can you just briefly uh, you know, chat to us about why you see it's uh, Yeah. Um, when I started, I had a really strong mentor. I had that mentor that I felt I could go to for advice or quite simply just share a win or just share something that was that was on my mind. So I, I just saw how important it was to have that. So for me, I just need to think to remind myself of that and, and just know the impact that that can have. And as I've mentioned before, I know that teachers need to have those conversations and we don't want to have the four walls up. We need to be talking about our practice and I think that's how you, you improve. So we want to have that self-reflection, but 
part of enhancing that is is actually discussing that with your colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of things have you learned? What yeah. sort of challenges have you had to overcome? Um, you know, mm. as part of doing this mentoring process. Look, I think something that can prohibit the mentoring relationship is if the new teacher doesn't feel like they can share what they're experiencing um, because other people have experienced it as well. So I I just want new teachers to know that what they're experiencing, other teachers are experiencing that or have experienced it and not to feel like they need to keep that to themselves. Otherwise, it will be challenging. Mm. It will be really challenging. Mm. So... It can be challenging to support someone when you don't exactly know where they're at and what they're experiencing. And any advice for mentors? Um, For other mentors, prioritise it. Um, Don't just think they'll be okay if you think that they look like they are travelling well. Even if they are, it's still really important uh, to have that that mentoring relationship there and for that person to have um, another teacher. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and final, but really important question. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to you know a graduate teacher, a new teacher Mm-mm-mm. who's doing the process of moving to full registration? I suppose being really clear about what you want to find out, what you are focusing on, and how you want to find that out. What are your methods of um, collecting data? So I think it's just that that clarity. A lot of the time. I'll see questions, you know, the inquiry research question that looks very rich, but you need to ensure that you understand why you're doing it and what you're looking for. Collect a lot of data um, so you do have evidence there to to analyse and, and reflect upon your practice. And that's today's VIT podcast. We hope you find something of interest in there that maybe you can apply in your everyday practice.